Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Trader, the Emperor of America, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Millie T. Hey, hello, hello. We're the Art of Being, the podcast. So, anyway, today, yeah, we're putting Christ back in Christmas. Ooh, is that what we're talking about today? Yes. So, last episode, for those of you who uh, tuned in, thank you, but it was taking Christ out of Christmas where we talked about what we didn't like about the holiday specifically. And this episode is going to be, I want to discuss the real story. Because I have some questions about Christmas. You just hear the Christmas story your whole life. I wanted to know, because Jesus wasn't born December 25th. Right. So, I'm I'm funny like this. So I have to say, the subject today is King Jesus. And is it his birth? His birth. His birth. Yes. And the man. A little bit. Oh, he's dope. Jesus he's, is dope for sure. He's the original OG. So we're going to talk about sure. Jesus, but we're going to first start with his birthday. So the real well, so, birthday. Yeah, so he wasn't born December 25th. Which a lot of people saved and unsaved, actually. So I wanted to look it up, and I saw a lot of stuff about people saying he was born during the Feast of Tabernacles, because Tabernacle is God dwelling with us. That's what tabernacle literally it means. It means God dwelling with us. And Jesus is God dwelling with us. But I started looking into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true at all. Mm. Be- What's true? That Jesus was born on the Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, which was in the what fall. time of the It's year. like in the fall. Thank you. But it's... Uh... Details. <laughs> they don't know what the Feast of Tabernacles is. I don't know either. <laughs> but you know, so you have to tell us Yes. That. So, so it's it's in like the fall... But Joseph and Mary, they're godly people. I think we can agree that that well, the Most High wouldn't have chosen yeah, somebody that wasn't godly. Anybody. He didn't choose just anybody because he never does. Right. Uh, but uh, he he might take people that aren't in that position at a particular time and get them there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe Joseph and Mary were godly people. Right. They, they're seen in the temple. They take Jesus in the temple to dedicate him. They wait forty days, which I'll get to later. So they're f- clearly following law. But I feel like so if they were following the law. Then during the Feast of Tabernacles, they would have been in Jerusalem. But during the story, they're in Bethlehem. So. I'm confused. The Feast of Tabernacles is is one of the ones where you have to go to Jerusalem. You got to be in Jerusalem. Yeah. So. But Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem. So he wasn't born during the Feast of Tabernacles like people are saying. So we're Xing out fall was not the time. That's right. And we all know shepherds watch their flock by night, right? Like that's a, a part of the story. Yes. The winter can be like below freezing over there. So they wouldn't, so they have, wouldn't have been out. outside. Yeah, the sheep, they were out watching their lamb. And when did sheep watch, or when did shepherds watch their lamb? Just take a guess. Wow. When they were outside. When, when do you think that was? The summer? Wait. Uh, are they fluffy? <laughs> were they fluffy in the Bible? Did they have All their, right. Let, were they sheared yet? You're correct. They did it in the spring. Oh, the spring. And the reason shepherds watched the sheep in the spring is because that's the birthing period for sheep and they're given birth at night and all these kinds of things and you said sheep only give birth one time a year one time a year uh which is during the spring Mm -hmm. they're not like humans or other animals that can do it multiple they do it one time a year which is during the spring Mm -hmm. so guess so the shepherds in bethlehem Mm -hmm. were watching the sheep because they were looking for the birth now the sheep in bethlehem now this this is gonna I'm getting ready to blow you away. I hope so. The sheep in Bethlehem were the sheep that were used for the sacrificial lamb. 
So these shepherds were watching at night for a lamb without spot or wrinkle so they could find the sacrificial lamb. Now, this is during the month of Nisan, uh, which means the beginning. It's the first month of the year. Jesus comes, new beginning. I think so. It's all starting to connect. (laughs) So the reason the angels went to the shepherds was because the shepherds were looking for the sacrificial lamb. And the angels came to the shepherds to tell them the sacrificial lamb is here. He is the Messiah, Yeshua Most High. When you say that's dope, though, are you not excited? I'm blown. No, because I don't know what you're saying. When you said that the shepherds were out in the spring, is what your guess is, looking for the sacrificial lamb. Are you talking about? The actual physical Baba black sheep lamb they were looking for to do a sacrifice for God or something like that. So or the sheep in Bethlehem or were, were they used looking for the Savior at the time. No, they were looking for the sacrificial okay, lamb from so, the old law. So the sheep that were being born in that. Bethlehem. I'm you, telling you, you now. Did, you said they were looking for the sacrificial the sheep, lamb. I didn't know if you were talking about spiritually the sacrificial lamb or They were literally looking for the sacrificial lamb that was sacrificed at the temple. Lamb. So the details. The sheep from Bethlehem were the sheep used in the it's temple. Amazing. Sacrifice. And they could only be one without spot or wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Like that's so they they were that's why they're up all night in the spring cuz they're trying to get the sacrificial lamb for the temple. That's why the angel appeared to the shepherd because they were telling him, yo, you don't need to look for that lamb no more. He's here. They went to the shepherd. I can't believe you're not so excited about that. I mean, I'm just trying to. That's why I always wonder why the shepherd. I think that's really, really cool. I know. I always thought why on God. Because they were the ones looking for the sacrificial lamb. Why is it that every time you look at the manger scene or you read it in the Bible, the birth night and everything. The angels come and they say, come on, shepherds. Come on, check this out. Because they were the ones looking for the lamb. I'm over here eating cornbread and watching the sheep. Okay, let's go. So the ones looking for the lamb to be sacrificed for our sins, because that's what the Mm -hmm. sacrificial lamb was using to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. They were sacrificed for the sins of the nation Israel. I think it'll hit me in the middle of the night or something. I'll be like, oh. Yeah, I think it's so cool. That's why the lamb. It is really cool. The ones in Bethlehem were used at the temple. So they showed up there saying, yo, the temple lamb is here and he's going to be sacrificed for all of our sins. That's amazing. That is amazing. That and is crazy. We know. I just didn't like the way you told the story. Okay, well, I apologize. Because uh, you confused me. You talking about the sacrificial lamb. I'm like, are we talking natural? You got to tell me what we're talking about. I'm sorry. I thought somebody studied and did their notes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Go ahead. Uh, what, what else you got? On so, the you know, the night? Magi show up, right? Or that we call them the, the kings, the three kings. The, the wise Magi, men. The, the wise king, men. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, did you know that in Isaiah 66, it says that they're going to come and bring him gifts on his birthday? Yeah. It's prophesied. I didn't yeah. know that until I, re- I was like, what? I didn't know that. They're in the Bible. They were in the Bible. Isaiah, like that's not new. Isaiah 60 and 6, they come. So, the Magi come, and this is what helps pinpoint the year that God was born. That Jesus was born. Because the Magi, they came Mm -hmm. and they went to Herod. The reason they went to Herod is because they were going to the where the king was because they thought a new king was born. So Mm -hmm. let's go to the where the king lives. Okay. And they went there. 
When Herod, he got mad and he killed two years worth of children. Remember, that's why Jesus and Mary and Joseph had to flee Egypt. Because right. he was killing all two-year-olds. The reason he killed the two-year-olds is because the Magi saw the sign two years prior. Right. Well, Herod dies in 4 BC. Mm-hmm. So two years prior to that is 6 BC. Mm-hmm. So we know Yeshua was born before 4 BC yes. in 6 BC. So he was born probably somewhere around 6 BC. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's when that's when Yeshua was born. So 6 BC in Nisan, which is the month of March. So, you so Jesus and me got like the same birthday month. I think it's like God telling me something. No big deal. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he's born, I believe. And there, like I said, there's people that believe at different times. Um, but when you get to Mary, there's a story of Simeon in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the Mary and Joseph, they go to the temple to have Jesus basically christened is what we would call it today. Yes. Um they go 40 days later, and the reason they go 40 days later is because in Leviticus, it says when a woman gives birth, she's unclean for 40 days. Right. Basically, not that she's unclean. Now we understand it is she you can't really heal. move around. Yeah, yeah, she got to heal her body. Yeah. God didn't want to move around. He wanted it's to protect his well. people. No, here's the unclean thing. It's like you don't want to spread bacteria either way. Or And the woman's probably very susceptible to that right, at that time. I mean, so is yeah. the baby. Um, God is smart. Yeah, this so he was taking care of them. So 40 days later... What do we find? Them blessing him in the temple. Well, mm-hmm. what happens 40 days after Nisan? The festival of weeks, mm-hmm. which is a time where everybody goes and praises God in the mm-hmm. temple. So it lines up him being born in March and then being dedicated in the temple during the festival of weeks. It lines Was he up. really being dedicated? Now, where's the scripture for that? Because that's what the people are going to hear. Because, oh. no, we know that story. But... That's a very important thing. Well, I purposely left that out of my notes so that the people would have to research it. All right. When did Jesus and when did Mary and Joseph go to? Man, I can't remember. It's in. I've seen it in the Bible. It's there. I apologize that I didn't write that down. Not only have I seen it, I've read it in the Bible. So anyway. That's kind of like your big kicker to show that Jesus was born probably in March. Hey, the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Yeah, after everything I'm not just going to give you the here, whole story. You got to look it up anyway. Yeah, you got to look it up. But yeah, anyway. It's probably in the New Testament. It's there. No, it's in it's in the Gospels. In the New Testament. Yeah. So anyway, so so we know because of that, because of the Festival of Weeks, because of Nisan, which means the beginning of the year, Christ coming is the new beginning. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense to me. Shepherds in the flocks where the get the sacrificial mm-hmm. lamb, it all lines up, and like I said, we know it happened before four BC because mm-hmm. Herod's in the story. Four BC is when he dies. Mm-hmm. Back up two years, six BC because the two years of children mm-hmm. uh, killed. We know it happened two years prior. Mm-hmm. So the Magi, we call them wise men. They say there's three of them. Uh, there probably wasn't three. There was probably a whole caravan of them. Yeah, they were most likely a remnant of Daniel because Daniel taught. In Babylon were people that believed in astronomy or astrology. Which one is it? Astrology. Astrology. I thought it was astrology. The study of stars. Or astronomy. Astronomy? That sounds like a pastrami sandwich. I want, I'm study hungry. Of, oh, well, anyway, uh, whichever word it is, they believed in that in Babylon. They studied the stars is what we'll say. Um, and Daniel taught them the scriptures. 
Uh, so these guys that studied the stars, mm-hmm. Daniel taught them about the Most High. So they were also studying the Torah, blah, blah, blah. So they knew in Isaiah 53, it talks about Jesus is going to come, a Messiah is going to come, and he's going to be slain. Mm-hmm. So they know a king is going to be born, and they follow the stars. Well, Jupiter is a planet, but back in the day, they would think of it as a star. And the star of Jupiter... Why, though? Because they didn't know what planets were. They just they just see a bright light in the sky. But I can't see stars where I am. I mean, the planets where I am. I know. They look at them as stars. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I Have you ever gone outside your window and saw a planet? You do. They look like stars. Oh, no way. Yes. They shine bright. They're bright, shining stars. It is true. So Jupiter looks like a star. So they look at Jupiter as a star. To the Magi, or the people that studied astronomy at that time, astrology at that time, whichever it is, <laughs> uh, Jupiter was the star that represented a king, right? So then you go to uh, the star Aries. The star Aries, back in the day, was the star that represented Judea, okay? If you look back in time, every 6,000 years or so, the stars align. So what these magi would have been seeing is they would have seen the king star in the east, mm-hmm. Jupiter. Mm-hmm. They would have seen the Aries star in the east. And then they would have seen a rogue star, which was like the other planets coming in. So they would have seen like a different star mm-hmm. kind of coming in. That means to them, who has different meanings for different stars. Now, I'm not saying astrology is right, people. I'm not saying read your horoscopes and stuff like that. I know that it's 100% wrong. What I'm saying is these people's the Magi, the wise men's line of thought here. So they would have seen the Jupiter King star, the Aries Judea star, and another rogue star, which means King, Judea, and something new. So they looked to the east and they saw a star in the sky that says, a king is born in Judea. That's that's what they interpreted. It, It took them about two years to walk from where they were to get to Herod, because they wanted to bless a king because they knew of its coming because of Daniel. And this all happened around March of 6 BC. You know, it is interesting about the astrology thing because I believe that, you know, it's something to look at for studying and we don't have to or whatever, but I just always find it interesting that I do believe in reading the stars. I do believe that God designed stars for you know the 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 years times and seasons that's what he invented it for i 150 percent. that's what he invented it for so then that to me not for like my personality not for how i'm going to be that's all false doctrine it specifically says in the bible to not look to the stars it specifically says don't do that well i mean don't you think that contradicts with what the wise men though they were looking to the stars. But th- what I'm saying and is one represented a king. it's their personal interpretation right. of so, what would so have I'm happened that led them to that moment. It could possibly be a podcast or maybe not. We could just edit it this part out. But I just want you to know that I do believe stars are in place and all this. Like we, we both agree that that they tell time or they to these magi it told them where yeshua was i mean they followed the star it didn't tell them where yeshua was okay well, it told it them, them a king, king was coming. born in judea right but that was 
because Daniel taught them. My, that's how they interpreted right. it. So my point is that they look to the stars for answers. They did. The only exactly. But I'm saying I'm telling you the that, only thing that I want to say. The reason why I brought, bring that up is because, um, you know you you read and if you know the apocrypha is that how you say it the apocrypha mm-hmm. um Enoch when the fallen angels fell they came to earth and they taught the humans here on earth a lot of things that we really should not have known and not have known so soon which were how to wield weapons how to put on eye makeup how to um adorn and dress our bodies with jewels and such and they also told them the stars as well. That's what it says, doesn't it, in the Apocrypha? Right. So that, to me, tells me it's something in the stars. That does not mean that God is present with all those things. I'm just saying it's something clearly. I don't know what, though. But where I will say we are definitely wrong if you're reading your horoscope and you're a Christian and you're yeah. definitely wrong yeah. if you're using them to determine what your personality should be that. and all that. Now, God did. Well, I don't. I don't know about the personality thing. I'm not. Gonna no, go it, there. that's 100 percent wrong. It's like, false doctrine. I feel like you should not look to the stars for, um, like your. I don't know. I don't know. It's a. It's an interesting thing. That's what I'm saying. It's an interesting subject. Here's what we'll that do. At least should be like. We'll table that for another day. It's very. We'll interesting. do another podcast on that. I mean, we don't have to. I just think it's it's just interesting. It is interesting that the wise men used the star to find Yeshua. And not just that. And correctly find Not him. just that. The angels came down and taught the stars, which God was not happy about. So it, God probably does not want us to use the stars. Maybe certain people are assigned for stars. I don't know. It's just all very interesting is what I'm saying. Yeah, to say. I mean, it's interesting. Like I said, that's a podcast for another day. Yeah, okay. But... Uh, another point I want to make to get back to the thing here is uh, to, to tabernacle with us. The, the tabernacle on earth mm-hmm. is a representation of God's throne in heaven. And it was God dwelling with us, right? Back in the Bible. In the Old Testament. After Egypt, after the Hebrews left Egypt, after God delivered them out mm-hmm. of Egypt, he had them create and build a tabernacle. Why don't you go ahead and tell us your point about that? They they built the tabernacle. Uh, got, uh, Moses was shown it on Mount Sinai. And then they built tents to make the tabernacle. And it's where the, the Ark of the Covenant rested in the center in the Holy of Holies. And mm-hmm. it was God dwelling with us. Right. You, uh, It's a podcast for another day. But mm-hmm. if you look at that tabernacle, it is littered with Jesus. I mean, it's got yeah. it all over that daggone thing. Yeah. Um, so the tabernacle is God dwelling with us. Jesus is God dwelling with us. Uh, how long does it take to have a baby, Millicent? It varies. Oh, how long, how long does, does it take to on, carry a baby? Uh, yes. It's 40 weeks. How many months is that? Nine. Guess how long it take to, took to build the tabernacle? Nine months. Nine months. It's a birth. Guess when the tabernacle was finished? I don't know. The month of Nisan. March. Yeah, it varies because it goes off a lunar cycle, so it can be March or April. But it's interesting that Jesus is God dwelling with us. Mm-hmm. The tabernacle is God dwelling with us. Mm-hmm. Both took nine months to gestate. Mm-hmm. Both finished in the month of Nisan. I think God was trying to tell us something. 
I think that helps us pinpoint Jesus was born in March of 6 BC, pretty close to it. And I'm fairly confident that the true time of Jesus's birth was during that time. I think what does make sense, because I agree with that, only because of the scripture that you cannot find right now, which the best way the to festival kind of, of weeks, the festival of weeks when Mary done had her baby and she's going to go participate in the festival of weeks. That's kind of important. And I guess you should just Google when is the festival of weeks in the scripture? You know, when hold on. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. Attend any. All right. Here it is. Luke two twenty five. Bam. Read Bam. It. Read it. And then, well, what? Remind them why they're reading it. Well, you're reading it because that's proof that Jesus was taken to the temple and dedicated during the Festival of Weeks. Yeah, and if you do the math behind, it's because he was born. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm pretty spot on. And um, another thing I, I realized is when you um, read the story of Ruth, Ruth and Naomi, right? Were in Moab. There was a famine, and Naomi moved Ruth. To Bethlehem with her. Bethlehem marries Boaz. Boaz has a son. Bethlehem. Yes. There's a dude named Bethlehem. In no. Bible? Ruth went to Boaz in Bethlehem. The guy's name was Boaz. Well that beget that that move, Ruth and Boaz, in the Bible, it's in the it's in the book of Ruth. Uh it's a very easy story to read, very short. Uh that led to the line of David, which led to the line of Christ. So the reason Joseph had to go back to Bethlehem during the call to census mm-hmm. was because mm-hmm. Ruth honored her her mother mm-hmm. or her stepmother, Naomi. Mm-hmm. And because of that honor and because of that love that she sparked with Boaz and following the, the spirit and all that, it led. That's why they were, had to be born in Bethlehem because of that. So I say all that to say, imagine... How many things God had to orchestrate to have Jesus born at the exact right moment in time. I mean, you're talking Ruth has to go on the right month. She has to give birth to her son. What if she gave birth a month later? What if then the stars are off? Then this is off. Then that is off. I mean, imagine the perfect amount of time from Ruth to Yeshua being born in Bethlehem. Everything that had to be set up to make it happen. That to me just points out how God really is the great orchestra or orchestrator, you know, everything he knows before it's going to happen, what's going to happen. He knows everything's already planned out. We're the only ones that mess up a plan every now and again. But, um, yeah, that just, to me, there's so many different things that you can point out, like Joseph, um, in the coat of many colors, Okay, his brother sold him into slavery. Then he was falsely accused and arrested for rape. And then he got out right in time and became like the leader or the governor of Egypt right when his family was coming to Egypt for food. And you know what I mean? It's that perfect timing. And Joseph ended up saving his entire family which was israel saved the hebrew nation yeah and it wasn't joseph that saved him joseph didn't want to go to jail and end up and live his life in egypt among the heathens and i don't know what kind of stuff he saw in egypt but um god put him there so that he could later save all of israel so god 
That ain't nothing new for God. He does, you know, wonderful, miraculous timing. And I'm impressed. Like, um, I mean, it's just so many things that you can look for to see all the, like the thing that you showed me with like every like couple of letters in the Bible spells out or something like that. You remember you told me that, showed me the guy who's like, okay, look at the book of numbers. Look at this. And it spells out this when you, and I thought it was all bupkis. I'm like, oh, that anybody can say, oh, every six letters or every five letters in the first book of the Bible can equal or you know, they spell the name of God. And spell, it was they, Chuck Missler who said that. Yeah, thank you. And I was very impressed. So God surprises me, or I, I shouldn't say surprises me. He has me in awe of his genius. Yeah, and then you look at like all the time. when Isaiah and all these things that prophesy of Yeshua's come, mm-hmm. coming, they were written thousands of years before Jesus came. Mm-hmm. So for someone to say, and it's proven that they were, mm-hmm. so for someone to say that it's chance or its story, mm-hmm. it's pretty hard. Chance and what Jesus being born at the right time and place is all. It's 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 near impossible to even fake that level of detail to get him to the right place at the right time. Because not even all Jews at the time of Jesus understood that that's what it meant. So to say like, oh, they they just said he matched these prophecies. They didn't really get it quite right either. Right. Right. So. It's just so amazing to me that Jesus' birth, so much was orchestrated and planned and led to this moment. And it it's truly proof to me that Jesus is the center of the Bible. There's no Old Testament. New, it doesn't start at Genesis and then Revelations. It starts at Jesus, Jesus and everything ripples out from there. the key to everything. Everything? Everything. That's right. Everything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's just so amazing to me. And I think that during this Christmas season, this holiday season, um, that if we are to say that this is about Christ, we need to remember those things. Uh, we need to focus that Jesus, how amazing his birth was, how much led up to it. Not a cute little story about three wise men and uh, giving gifts in a manger. It's our Savior taking a step down from the throne the creator of all things the great orchestrator himself taking a step down and becoming flesh to dwell with us to be an example for us and to save us whom do not need to be saved this is a time do to not se- need to be saved. or don't do not deserve to be saved is what i meant to say <laughs> you don't need to be saved but no, i'm gonna everybody, die for you i mean anyway. des- don't deserve that's what i meant that's what i meant but anyway we don't deserve to no, be we saved don't. Well, but he I did mean, it anyway no we don't no we, we don't the bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's right. So now, God, you know, just side note. Oh well, you want to judge yourself and say, oh, you know, I do deserve, you know, to be saved. Blah blah blah. No, you don't. You know, deep down in your heart, things that you might have not done, or you know, we've all sinned. We've all made mistakes. We've all made bad choices. That's why the Savior was born. So if we're going to celebrate His birth during this time, we need to celebrate how amazing His sacrifice is. To come down in flesh for us to be saved. He wants to be reconciled with us. He wants to dwell with you. So on this Christmas, I don't want to focus on gifts and carols and eating turkey and, uh, you know, all those things. It's a time we should be focusing on the amazingness and wonder of Christ's birth 
that led to us being reconciled and able to dwell with God. We cannot dwell with God in heaven without him. He is the reason we can get into the heavenlies and commune with the Most High God, the creator of everything, and the reason we're going to dwell in happiness and love. It's because of Yeshua. And I would like us to focus on how amazing all this fit for him to be born all those years ago and leading to this moment that we celebrate today. And I'd at like that to be the time. focus. Yeah, it's at the wrong time. It should be in March. This is We're in the middle, smack dab in the middle of a pagan holiday called I know. Stolas. That's Ch- what's going on. Check out our other episode we just did uh, on on this Uh about paganism and how how it is in the in this holiday, but uh, what we need is to if we're going to celebrate it, we need to make sure that we understand who Christ is, how amazing God putting yeah. him here is, and and what it means to do that. And this is a time to spread salvation. This is a time to praise. Nowhere in the Bible can you find a birthday celebration. You can, but it's pagan kings celebrating their birthday. It's never a godly thing. So I don't really want to celebrate his birth. I want to celebrate the amazing mint and perfection of timing that brought a savior into the world to save me. Not necessarily that he was born, but that everything led to him coming that we might have salvation in a perfectly timed plan that led to it happening at the right time when the literally the stars had to align right. to make him born at the right place and right time. And that's amazing. And and I think we should focus on that this season. That's all I got. You got anything else? No. Well, that is fascinating. All right, everybody. Well, that concludes this episode. Once again, we're The Art of Being, the podcast. Look for us on Facebook at The Art Being. Look for us on Twitter at The Real Art Being. Please like, share, and subscribe. Let's get let's get the message of Jesus back out there. If you don't share any episode, let's share one that proves how perfect Jesus' plan is and how amazing it is mm-hmm. that we have a Savior. That, that's yeah, important and, to share. And if your birthday's in March, go ahead and say, share it too. That's right. You share a hey, birthday with a Savior. You might, say, you might be sharing a birthday with the Savior. That's, that's right. Cool. And go ahead and email us, guys, and let us know what you think. Give us ideas. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know your prayer requests. We're the art, the letter B, the number three, I-N-G, at gmail.com. That's the art of being at gmail.com with a three for the E. We love you guys. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you next episode. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.